Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we are studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. This is episode 201. Let's read our passage. Acts 2, 1 through 4. When the day of Pentecost had arrived, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like that of a violent rushing wind came from heaven, and it filled the whole house where they were staying. They saw tongues like flames of fire that separated and rested on each one of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Well, this is the coming of the Holy Spirit. This was promised by Jesus just as uh, we saw back in Acts 1a, as Jesus said, wait in Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit comes. That was 40 days after Passover, and then Jesus ascended to heaven, and they went to Jerusalem, and they waited. There they decided that they needed to fill the vacancy in the group of disciples from the betrayal of Judas, and they chose Matthias to replace him. Now, The day of Pentecost has arrived, and the Holy Spirit arrives. So verse 1 says, when the day of Pentecost had arrived. Well, Pentecost is a Greek word that just means 50th. And Pentecost was a celebration that occurred 50 days after Passover. So it's the 50th day after the presentation of the first sheaf to be reaped by the barley harvest. Or it's the 50th day from the first Sunday after Passover. Now remember, you count the day you start counting on and you count the last day. So 50 days from Sunday is another Sunday because you start on one and and the 49th day would be 50. It's also called the Feast of Weeks because it's a week a week. It's seven weeks, 49 days in our counting, also known as the, the Day of First Fruits. This is one of the three pilgrim feasts for festivals that occurred. You had Passover, Pentecost, and the Feast of Tabernacles, or the Feast of Booths. Passover begins the harvest season. So you have, right after Passover, immediately you start the barley harvest. Then you end with the wheat harvest, and that leads right up to Pentecost, that seven-week period. And so they have one of the festivals, the Festival of Pentecost, or the Festival of Weeks, or the uh, Day of First Fruits. And it's, it's all about the harvest. And, and so the uh, devout farmers would identify each plant, the first plant to start to ripen, well, that was the first fruits. And so they would tie a reed around that plant as it's ripening to identify it, because that would then be uh, harvested and kept separate to be the first fruits, the first of the harvest. And each of the plants, there were there's seven species, and even the term seven species means something, because in the promise, uh, the, the land they were coming to back in Deuteronomy, uh, in Deuteronomy chapter 8, uh, start in verse 7, it says, For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with streams, springs and deep water sources flowing in both valleys and hills, a land of wheat, barley, figs, vines, and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey. 
So the, the part of the promise was the, the seven specific plants that would be harvested. And each of those, uh, the idea was to identify each one of those, the first one that ripened, and that would be picked and, and put together in a, a bundle, and, and then that would be carried to the, the temple for the Feast of Weeks, and that would be an offering to God. But there was more that was brought because this was also the time to bring a tithe, bring a tenth of the fruit of the land, to bring a, a tenth of their harvest to give to the, the Levites at the temple. So this is what's going on. So it's a, one of the, the big pilgrim festivals. So there are a lot of people in Jerusalem, just as there were back at the, the Passover so it's the day of Pentecost. It says they were all together in one place. Now, some debate here. Who was all together in one place? Is it just the 12 apostles? Or is it the whole 120 group that we saw talked about earlier? And it's just not clear. I go with the 120, but a lot of scholars say no. It's probably just the 12. And... As we, we look at the uh, what happens out in the street later, you know, just decide for yourself what fits in your, your own explanation. Is it just 12 or is it the full 120? But they were all together and they're at a house. Uh, we know they're not at the temple because it specifically says they're at a house there in verse 2, but they're all together in one place. And verse 2 suddenly a sound like that of a violent rushing wind came from heaven. And it filled the whole house where they were staying. So here we have an audible event. This coming of the Holy Spirit, first thing is an audible event. And it doesn't say it's a wind, but it's the sound like a violent rushing wind. And specifically it came from heaven. And it fills the whole house where they were staying. And verse 3 says, and they saw tongues like flames of fire that separated and rested on each one of them. Now, it was not fire. It was like flames of fire. So it, whatever it was, it looked like tongues of fire, flames. And verse 4, Then they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them. So there's some interesting language used here. In verse 2, it says, there was wind. In verse 4, the Holy Spirit and the Spirit enabled them. That's the same word. The same word both in Greek and Hebrew can mean wind, spirit, or breath. So he uses the word for wind, and obviously that's what he means there in verse 2, but then he uses the same word for to mean spirit in verse 4. Similarly, in verse 3, he uses tongues of fire, tongues like flames of fire. That's not actually fire, but it's like fire. That's a way to describe it. It looked like fire. But he describes it as tongues, and the word he used means tongues. It can literally mean uh, the, the, the thing in your mouth, your tongue. But then he also uses that same word for tongues in verse 4. They begin to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them. And the word tongue could be neither that thing in your mouth or language. So wind and spirit is the same word. Tongues that the, there's like the flames 
and tongues of their speech are the same words. So it's just some interesting language that Luke uses to describe what's going on here. And I think we can't get too caught up because this is one of those things, uh, how do you actually describe something like this? How do you really describe what's going on here? So I think Luke has got the best language he, he can here to describe what's going on. And we'll see the effect next time as to what goes on outside. But Jesus had promised the Holy Spirit would come several times. We went through the Gospel of John. Jesus was talking about, it's a good thing that I'm going because the Holy Spirit's going to come. And the Holy Spirit's going to do all these things. The Holy Spirit's going to empower you. And then he told them in Acts 1.8, wait in Jerusalem for the Holy Spirit. Now the Holy Spirit has come. John the Baptist had said, I baptize with water, but he will baptize with fire and the Spirit. So that's probably why the description of these, these tongues like flames of fire in the coming of the Holy Spirit. This is a quite unusual event because this is the first time this has happened where they are being filled with the Holy Spirit. It begins a, a new chapter, really, in the church. Some people say this is the beginning of the church. Well, I don't know you could really say that, but this is where things happen in, in a, a very different way. This is where everything changes, because from here on, now the Holy Spirit is there. The Holy Spirit is guiding things. The Holy Spirit is empowering the disciples to do the things that Jesus has commanded them to do. The longer these this hapless group barely getting along, but they are now filled with the Holy Spirit. So there's kind of three phases in, in how this works. They hear something. They hear a sound. They see the tongues like flames of fire, and then they experience the Holy Spirit working in them, enabling them to speak in different languages. So we'll see more about this uh, next time as uh, they spill out into the street and we'll see the actual effects of what the Holy Spirit does. So, so join me next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.